Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, digital agency owners and podcast listeners. Before I introduce today's guest, I want to ask you a quick question. Are you currently stressed out, cash crunched, or fed up with your business? If you feel this way, you might think that you have a lead generation problem, or maybe that it's the area you live in, or maybe this market has become too competitive. Maybe you think that your business can't be turned around, and I want you to think again. In my many years of experience, I can tell you now that it's something much deeper that you're likely not even aware of yet. It's like a client who comes to you saying they need a website or Facebook ads or maybe a mobile app developed, but they don't even realize the deeper challenge or opportunity that's blocking them from success. Now, if you'd like to find out what your deeper challenge is, then I want to invite you to apply for a YouGurus strategy call where we'll dig into those underlying issues and get you moving forward like never before. The aha moments will shift the way you think forever, and you'll finally get the answers as to why your business hasn't taken off. The number one most important decision to rapidly grow your business starts by booking your strategy call. Go to yougurus.com slash apply to start your application process for this free call. Once again, go to yougurus.com slash apply to get started. All right, let's introduce today's guest. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. And today we are hanging out with Aaron File. And Aaron has actually been on our podcast before. Uh, just about a year ago, Aaron and I were chatting about how a system called Colby uh, can help you to manage your team better. And if you aren't, uh, this is your first time getting introduced to Aaron. Aaron holds a BA in psychology and MA in digital media. She founded a digital agency called Follow Bright in 2002. They're an award-winning and nationally ranked web agency. But more recently, she's founded another company called MindFix. And that's going to be the main uh, topic of our conversation today. And her company, MindFix, is pretty incredible. And I want to talk to Erin about this company, what she's been doing with this business. And they currently tout a 98% success rate with helping people remove, like get rid of their biggest problems in their life, in their mindset, the things that are holding them back from true success, 98% success rate. So welcome back to the program, Erin. Hello. So in just a couple of sentences, Erin, can you tell us a little bit about what MindFix does? Sure. So in a nutshell, we eliminate the biggest mental roadblocks and invisible barriers that are holding uh, high achievers and entrepreneurs back from being able to achieve what they want to achieve and achieve the success they know they're capable of, but that just seems right outside of their reach and be able to make the money that they want to make. So we come in, we figure out where they're stuck, we identify the root cause, and then we eliminate those problems and send them on their way. To give us a little context, can you give us an example of what somebody might be stuck with? Absolutely. So the way that I describe it, um, we help people who are, you know, we call it getting in their own way. And you know you're getting in your own way when you have a goal and you're trying to achieve something. And yet 
all of the information you're collecting and all of the actions you're taking over and over and over, it, it's like you keep ending up with the same result. You keep, you're, you're stuck, even though you've read all these books and you've worked with these coaches and you've attended these webinars and these trainings, and then you've, you've changed your morning routine and you hired someone new and yet you're still stuck with the same problem. So you, you know you're in your own way. When another book or another coach or another course or another training or even another therapy session isn't going to fix the problem. And the way that this manifests for business owners, um, including agency owners, um, it it looks different for everybody. But some of the most common um, symptoms that we see when people are getting in their own way, for some people, it looks like perfectionism. Uh, For some people, it looks like chronic procrastination or avoidance patterns. Some people really struggle to set boundaries uh, or even say no. Other people might struggle um, because they're always concerned about what other people think about them or they're really overly worried about hurting other people's feelings to the point that they avoid doing what they know they need to do. For some people, it's just chronic, ongoing, critical self-talk, like a really harsh inner critic. And for others, it's self-doubt. It might look like anxiety or um, fears that just don't go away. But the, the thread that holds all of it together is that whatever the pattern looks like, it's keeping people from being successful. And it's really causing um, frustration and delays and problems in their lives. I think most entrepreneurs have experienced most of these things at, at some time. Is is the key thing uh, in, in terms of what is necessary for somebody to then you know work with you or to, to go through this process is that these types of things like perfectionism, or chronic self-talk is actually keeping them back from achieving what they want or it's debilitating them at some level? Mm, Good question. So there's, there's two things here for, for a lot of people, they may run into uh, an experience of procrastination or delays. And for many people, they can go and read a book or they go and work, uh, they take a productivity course or they work with a self-esteem coach, you know, for a few weeks and the problem's fixed. And sometimes all it takes is gathering some information and changing your actions and it's just a little glitch. The people that we work with um, are in one of two situations. One, they have tried all of those things over and over and over, and they've been sitting with the same problem and the same patterns for months and months, years. Some of our clients, decades, literally many multiple decades, they have been working to try and get rid of the pattern and it just won't break. For other people, they know they could take a course or they could go to therapy for a year and they they'd rather kind of shortcut to the front of the line and work with us and just get rid of it really, really, really quickly. So if it's causing a problem, if it's costing someone money, and if it's not going away, usually they know it's time to reach out to us. Or if someone is just like, I don't have the time or patience to read more books and and find the right course. I just want it done really quickly and easily. Those are the two kinds of people when they're experiencing those things, that's when they come to us. You mentioned that. you know, these are some of the common symptoms. And uh, you mentioned this this kind of word of root cause. Uh, so let's say I have a common symptom like perfectionism. What, what would be an example 
of a root cause? Why, why would that, I mean, I'm sure it's different for every person, right? Yeah. But, but what, what is a, an example of a root cause? So we've found um, root causes to fall into three different areas. For some people, there's accumulated subconscious stress. Like there's, we call it stress bucket. Their stress bucket is, is overflowing. And that's when you start working from your primitive brain. You're in more of a fight or flight. You're in a reactive um, pattern. You get stuck repeating in patterns because your primitive brain goes, if we change, it will be dangerous. So for some people... Um, it's accumulated stress, subconscious stress. For other people, we've found past traumas um, and, and events that have happened in the past can really contribute to um, people's patterns. And for others, the third bucket is what we believe to be true. So for some people, what we've found is there may be old programming and patterning that was picked up when you were younger or maybe from previous jobs where... N- the intellectual part of you understands that it's silly to try and be perfect and that perfection doesn't exist in, in the real world. But some little part of you, maybe this little piece of like trash in the back of your head, little part of you is sitting there going, what makes me worthwhile is being perfect. You know? And if you have some part of you that's clinging on to that, even though you intellectually disagree with it, that will act like a sandbag or like a ball and chain as you move forward trying to achieve a goal and you are dragging it along with you and it will keep slowing you down, even though you know it's silly. So those are kind of the three main areas where we find root causes. And oftentimes it's, it's one bucket or, or it can be a combination of those three buckets. So you had started a, an agency in 2002, and it's been really interesting to kind of watch your transformation because, as I said, you were on this program about a year ago, and we were talking about Colby um, and how teams kind of work together. And I think at the time, maybe you were kind of working on the concept of MindFix Group. I'm not even sure if you had started that company yet. Um, what what was the catalyst for this big shift for you? Because it has been a big shift and it's happened very rapidly. Um, I mean, literally since the last time we, we spoke, you were running a completely different business and now you're running MindFix Group and it's like totally blown up. So like what was, where did this come from? Where did this discovery start for you? It So the second half of last year in 2017, um, as I was, I was, I had gone through a bunch of chronic pain and a lot of problems for the past few years. And I came back and said, okay, I'm, I'm out of it. I'm going to now really dive back into the agency and build it out and redo the systems and processes and kind of step back and, and really have it run by itself. You know, I've run this company for 15, 16 years. It's time for me to make sure that it's, it can run by itself. Um, and I don't need to be in the middle of it. So I spent six months working with a coach. Um, oh my God, week after week after work tr- week, trying to build these processes and new systems and hire replacements and new people. And I was doing it with the like, once I get this done, then I'll feel okay. And every week I worked on it, I was getting more and more and more just anxious and mean <laughs> and just pissy and... I just so didn't enjoy it. Like there was, there was nothing about working on the agency that I was excited about. I would sit down to work and, and just be 
bitter about it. So after truly six months, it was the week between Christmas and New Year's last year, I was so burned out all over again from trying to kind of rebuild the agency and get everything running in a new direction. Um, I had helped a bunch of friends and colleagues with some of this now called mind fix work. I just decided like, I want to share this. I want to talk about this with people. Like, this is what lights me up. Nothing in my life is lighting me up right now. I am burned out, but if I can talk about this, I'll be excited. So I just started posting to Facebook. I started talking about some of the stories of people I'd worked with. I started telling my story. I started posting some um, insights for people. And every time I did, it was exciting and it was fun. And there was like another little spark inside of me. And I was like, I think I'm on to something. This is, this is pretty cool. And I started a bunch of conversations in January. So come February 1st, like within the month of January this year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to test this out. Maybe if I'm lucky, I can run the agency and I'll take on like a, you know, I'll, I'll be able to get a client or two for this other stuff, you know, maybe a client a month if I'm lucky. So I took on two beta clients in February and I was sitting and I, when I initially did that, I said, you know, let's see if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. We'll try it. You know, maybe I can do it in 10 weeks. Maybe I can help people with a few problems in 10 weeks. Let's see. And both clients were done and their problems were all fixed. I think it was like procrastination, um, uh, some relationship problems, some boundary problems within four or five weeks. They're like, we literally don't need the rest of the time. We are so good. We got our money's worth. We're good. And it was, holy cow, maybe I'm on to something. So I did another round of beta clients. And then by that, after I finished the second round, it was like, I am on to something that's about to explode. The results are crazy. This is happening super fast. Every client I work with, I get more and more of my energy back. Like I'm lit up. I can, I wake up early, excited to work on this. And it was all of these feelings I had had when I started my agency back when the web was a new world, you know, in the early 2000s, suddenly I found that fire again. Um, as I was working with clients and changing people's lives. And I started to feel really fulfilled, which is what I'd been missing for my agency work. So now have you, you've transitioned to a hundred percent mind fix group from the agency or are you still running the agency? We um, have a handful of retainer projects and recurring revenue projects that are ongoing. Um, we have maintenance clients and we have a couple of very large, you know, like a Fortune 500 client and another very large consulting company that um, has retained us for a majority of several of our developer and designer hours every month. So that is just going to continue for at least the next year. Um, and running in the background and my team is taking care of it. Everybody knows the the clients and it's it's running really smoothly, but we are no longer actively advertising or trying to bring in new clients. Congratulations on the, the transition. I mean, it sounds like you went from burned out or burning <laughs> out to doing something where you're you're truly excited about it. And I think that's what a lot of people really want. It sounds like that's what you ultimately wanted and, and congrats on making that happen. Thank you. One, I mean, one year ago, if we had been having literally exactly one year ago on Halloween, if we had been having this conversation, I would have been saying, you know, yeah, I run this agency. And in my head, I would have gone, I don't know what else I could possibly do in my life. That's all I've ever known. What else is there? <laughs> I never in a, in a million years could have imagined I would be where I am today. Couldn't have planned it. 
Yeah. I think I actually remember when we reconnected, it was um, at the EO retreat maybe two and a half years ago, something like that. And you were starting Mm -hmm. to kind of put some early thought into this of maybe there's something else out there. I think at the time you had been doing a lot of Colby stuff. I think that um, you had started realizing there was kind of something deeper there in terms of people's behaviors and habits and beliefs. There was something there, I remember. Uh, You weren't quite sure what it was. You had no idea what it was, but it's been really cool to see that that come out. Um, You mentioned earlier kind of that some of this came out of your own story. Uh, Do you mind kind of letting, letting us in on that a little bit? I mean, what... What was really the catalyst for for MindFix? Not just as like the product, but like your whole process and your methodology. Um, let's see. So, so what was the catalyst? What had me start it? Is that what you mean? Well, you mentioned that you have this method, right? So you mm-hmm. you kind of took a couple of these beta clients through this process. That's so you had this idea right. of, hey, if I could help other people to remove these issues or remove these mm-hmm. problems and limits in their life, that that could probably be something and turn into a business. But maybe take us a, a step even before that. Like what gave you the ability to do that? Oh, gotcha. Okay. So um, as you just alluded to, I, years ago, you know, two and a half years ago, this has been a long time coming. Um, for several years now, I had been running the agency with this low level feeling of there's something else. I meant to be doing something else. Like I don't know what it is, um, but something's not quite right. Like there's just something not right. And I had been feeling that for years and had had this low level frustration, but kind of kept pushing it down because I didn't know what to do with it. I'd try different things, but I I really had no idea what else I could possibly do or, or be. And so what ended up happening is three years ago, three and a half years ago now, um, I uh, was, uh, I had just come out of like a whole series of surgeries on my ankle. I had just made it through um, a near fatal car crash on I-70 where I was hit by a semi and I had like clawed my way back um, from like this horrific SEO, negative SEO attack on the agency and I had just come back. I'd had like five months of health and training. And I was like, I'm, I know things aren't quite right, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be okay. And I'm going to do this big race. And one day I just woke up and I had, I found myself suddenly, I was like a statistic. And I was this person who was sitting there with chronic pain, had all this pain um, out of nowhere for what I thought was no reason. Um, and kind of my frustrations had turned physical, basically. And no doctors or therapists or practitioners could help, could help me. I went to doctors all day long and I spent so much money. Nobody could figure out was hap- what was happening. Um, they just kept pointing me from one person to another, like, go see this brain surgeon, go get back surgery. Looks like you shouldn't walk anymore. You know, you should never be on your bike again. It was just, it was just uh, really traumatic. So uh, what ended up happening is I was, I was mentally, I was getting worse and worse and worse. I became suicidal. It was, it was awful. I, I just would wake up every day going, why? What am I, what? Today's the same, more doctors, more work I don't want to do. I'm in pain. I hate everything. And um, so I started to go see a therapist and there was a day when I was at the therapist and she pointed out that 
you know, you're probably miserable because you can't achieve anything. You're, you're attributing your self-worth to, to what you achieve and you can't achieve now. So you're miserable and you're seeing the world from such a, a you know, dirty lens and, and you're really creating your own problems. And that conversation is, was the catalyst that had me go, holy cow, maybe there's something else here. Maybe I'm not seeing this um, from the perspective that um, that I could. Maybe there's more to this than I'm than I ever realized. Maybe there's something else. And she wasn't able to give me any answers. She she helped kind of uncover what the problem was. But I basically set out to figure out how to fix myself because I had been sitting around for two years and nobody was able to to figure out what was really happening. So I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it on my own. So what happened is I spent um, the next year or so studying and researching and being my own science experiment and trying different methodologies and combining them and trying little experiments on other people and myself. And I, I came across this, this combination of various methodologies and approaches that seemed to work so much better than any individual approach that I had tried that by itself. And that was how MindFix was born. That was where I had taken a year and learned and tried all these different skills and tested them out. And, um, you know, there was a, <laughs> a trail of carnage behind me. You know, I left a wake of like broken experiments and explosions and things that didn't work. But, um, but I ended up coming up with something that, that really is, is quite elegant and ended up with, with, what is now the MindFix methodology and allowed me to take what I learned and apply that and help other people. Can you give me an example of something that didn't work? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I sure can. <laughs> oh my gosh. There was um, a fellow that I used to ride, used to ride bikes with and he was, uh, he very much had a, this kind of victim mindset and a couple things happened to him and he was saying, you know, it's the end of the world and um, I don't know how this, this is, I'm not going to be okay. And I said, let me do some, let me try some things on you. And I had, I think three, I, I had my first session with him and I was just learning some various like t- techniques and trying some things out. And I call him up the next day to go, you know, how are you feeling? Expecting him to go, oh my God, <laughs> I'm amazing. Like, you know, everything's great. Thank you so much for our call. And I, I woke up and before I could even call him, I opened my email and there was like a four page email that was like, my world has been turned upside down. I don't know left from right, up from down. I can't make sense of anything. I don't know what's real or not anymore. I don't even understand. I have a horrible feeling, a sinking feeling in my stomach. And this, I feel confused and dizzy. And I was just like this, holy Oops. shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sh- Dude, we, we just talked for an hour, right? Like, um, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'm not onto something here. Maybe, I, maybe I'm not doing this so well. And interestingly enough, you know, my, my pattern has always had been always to blame myself for everything. So of course it was like, ah, oh, this is my fault. What I discovered though, was there are certain types of people that my work works really well for. And there are certain types of people it does not work for. And he was one, the epitome of that type of person. And it was my first, first lesson in realizing that. So yeah, <laughs> that, that did not go over so well. That was like the, a really big explosion that, that, um, 
I remember very clearly. So you learn from that that there are certain types of people that you, that this your methodology or your approach doesn't work for, uh, yeah. and then there are certain people that does. I mean, any any kind of insight there for us in yeah. terms of what what works and what doesn't? Absolutely. What I found it's um, it's kind of a variation on the like you can't people who you can't help people who won't who don't want help. So there are I found like if someone truly has more of a, a victim mindset or more of an employee mindset and more of a things happen to me. That's how life is. And I have no control. Um, and there's really nothing that can be done. It's really difficult for me to, to help. Um, the work is absolutely phenomenally effective when I work with people like entrepreneurs and business owners and high achievers and people who have a sense of I can impact my life. And this friend of mine who I who I tried this on and who was my one of my first experiments, he um, was not an entrepreneur. He was not a high achiever. He very much had this kind of like life just happens to people and and there's nothing that can be done about it. And um, that's the distinction that I found was critically critically important in the work. You mentioned that you had um, been engaged in in therapy, and mm-hmm. you know therapists and psychologists and psychiatrists have all sorts of letters after their uh, names, which I assume means that they've gone and gotten, you know, there's certain like paradigms. I mean, a lot of that's related to the medical community. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's, there's a lot of like rules and things like that of how you work with clients and things like that. I mean, how does what you do, because it's very much about a lot of similar stuff. Like you mentioned you were in therapy. Um, I mean, how does this type of work doing mindset work or mind fix work, how does that relate to some of the traditional paradigms of therapy and psychology or talk therapy or psychiatry even? Mm. So I can speak to this at length because I've been um, on and off seeing therapists since I was a little kid. I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder when I was a kid, tiny kid. I was coming home from school you know, crying. And I had difficulties in in high school with depression. And I was on medication by the time I was in my early teenage years, seeing psychologists and psychiatrists and different types of therapists on and on, on and off over the years. And what I can share is that therapy, especially for people who enjoy uh, kind of intellectual conversations, can be fascinating and highly insightful. And you can learn a lot and it's very interesting and you can have fascinating discussions. What I found though, is that therapy, at least all of the various forms of therapy, and I've, I was thrown into all of them from like horse therapy, where you're working with horses to literally just pure psychiatry, where it's like, here, take this pill and then talk therapy and variations of family therapy, all of them. Most of, most of the, and I have a, a degree in psychology. Most therapies are exist to help people cope with their challenges. So here are techniques. Here's, here's an understanding of why you're going through your difficulty. Here's why you might be so sad. Here are some techniques so that you don't make mountains out of molehills anymore. Let's jot down all of your patterns and, and track and see if we can see where you're, you have black and white thinking habits. 
Um, and let's really try. And it's a lot of like work and it's trying to help you cope with the challenges that you experience in life. With Mind Fix, the reason why I feel we're ex- experiencing so much success and people are experiencing so much change so quickly is because we do not help people cope with their problems. We literally come in and go, okay, we see why you're having the problem. Let's pull that out like a weed. Let's pull it out at the root. Let's make it so that problem is not there anymore. So there is literally nothing there to cope with. So we don't have to provide like strategies and techniques. And here's what you need to do next time someone says something you don't like and take three deep breaths and here's how to cope with it. We literally make it so that those buttons and the triggers and the patterns that people are struggling with, they aren't there anymore. So interestingly, you can get, you know, from a business perspective, it's not the best business model, right? Like people don't need to keep coming back. It's a short engagement. Um, The therapy model, I mean, look, I was going for decades. And with MindFix, we have people who, when they fill out their exit interview, it's like, okay, that procrastination that you've been dealing with for 38 years, 40 years, whatever, is it gone? And people will mark, yes, like it's gone. It's not something they have to keep work, working on or, or coping with. So it really is a difference between coping and getting rid of something so you don't have to cope with it. For some reason, when you explain that, the the movie that comes to mind is uh uh have you seen Eternal uh what is it Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Yeah, <laughs> not for so many years, but that was a good one. Yes. Like go in and like remove remove it. I mean, is there any uh you know just, I'm just thinking about I mean, is yes. there any positive yes. effect of some of the things that you guys work on removing? Like, is, is there a purpose of procrastination or is it um is it always bad? Like I mean, you just gave, gave that example of sure. procrastination or perfectionism or some of these, like, you know, the self-talk. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously if they're, if they're there, right. Biologically, we have evolved to have some of these mm-hmm. things going on with us. Um, I mean, is there a purpose and is there any kind of negative side effects of removing them? Ah, good question. So purpose is the same as meaning and that's up to an individual. Any purpose or meaning I think that I would attribute would be a guess. And like, we all have instances where we may procrastinate by the definition, right? Like, I don't really want to do, go fold my laundry. So I'm going to read my book instead. That's, that's not destroying my life. That's not um, this pattern that is getting to the point where I have stacks of, of clothes piling up. That's not costing me $500,000 a year right? But when someone has a pattern of procrastination, like the gal that I worked with this morning, she is literally trying to launch her new business and she needs to finish the training and and writing up the training portion. And she set aside the morning to do it. She had three hours because she's, she's kind of booked out like the rest of the week. She did nothing for those three hours and she lost those three hours. And now it's another week gone by where she can't launch her program. She's not getting the revenue. And that's happening week after week after week. That's really having a big impact in her life. So these things like perfectionism, procrastination, um, et cetera, they're, they're not necessarily a problem unless they're a problem for you. Like we all do these different things and have different characteristics that where none of us are perfect, but, but the people that we work with, 
these issues really are causing them problems and they're they're causing them stress. They're costing them in terms of time and energy and money and sanity. And it's not healthy. Um, they've, you know, people realize that continuing to live with these patterns is no longer healthy. So I think there's a threshold when something really becomes a problem, you know it. You know it's not just, you know, I ate an extra cookie or I didn't want to do the laundry for half an hour. It's I haven't done what I've needed to do for four months and it, my income and my family are suffering because of it. One of the things I wanted to ask you about today, um, and, and this was a term that you turned me on to, uh, I believe it's something that your, your partner in the business um, is kind of an expert in, and mm-hmm. that's the term liminal. Yes, liminal. Um, liminal. It's just like it was like a fascinating <laughs> world. Like you, so so just to give our audience a quick little backstory. So, uh, you just gave a talk at our annual conference, uh, U Summit, and uh, and I just want to tell you, it was one of our our uh, best rated talks. You your name showed up a lot on our on our exit survey. So so awesome. job well done there. Um, and, and I had asked you to to help put together a training as kind of a bonus for uh, for some of our our new students that were were signing up for our program. And and you put together this uh, liminal coaching program kind of thing. It was like a ten minute recording where you can essentially kind of access your subconscious. Like, am I explaining this right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I did it several times, but can you kind of explain to our our audience today a little bit about what liminal coaching is and just kind of how um, how much our subconscious plays into what shows up throughout our, our day and our, our week and our life and our business? Sure. So my partner, Mike, he's over in Wales and he is an expert with liminal coaching. And the word liminal represents the space in between. So he specializes in kind of working in that nebulous gray area, overlapping area between the subconscious and the conscious mind. And they overlap and they interplay and they have a big impact on your behaviors and your stress levels and the actions that you end up taking. So he um, has a background as a you know hypnotherapist. He was he almost got kicked out of high school for having um, when he was a kid, he used to, you know, at lunchtime do things like having his friends stab themselves in their hands with forks and things like that. You know, he would always get wow. in trouble. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Just for fun, you know, like, what can, what, you can't make us do that. All right, let me try, right? So he, he's been doing this for decades, for so long. And he's an expert with how the brain works and how our subconscious mind really is this it has, you know, I forget his his exact amount, the, the exponentially more processing power than our conscious mind. So here we are with our little prefrontal cortex at the front of our brains thinking we're in total control of everything that we think and we feel and what we're doing. And yet there's this invisible subconscious that, you know, if, if that can be impacted and persuaded and directed to do things that your conscious mind may not be aware of. And so what he's done is he's created this beautiful methodology where he collaborates with clients, helps them develop their vision of what better looks like. Because a lot of times when you ask someone, what does better look like? They'll start telling you, well, it means I won't have you know, a negative bank account and I won't have crying kids and I won't have a spouse that yells at me and I won't have lame employees. And they'll tell you everything that they don't want to have. And when you say, but, but what does it look like? 
if what does better look like that people just crickets, like they have a really difficult time describing what, you know, if you're at a five with your life, what does a six look like? What does an eight look like? And they, and they can't do it. So he has this beautiful process where he helps people develop and build these visions of better. And then in, as part of his program, he does this, um, it's like this blended metaphor, guided relaxation where people get into a relaxed state and based on what they're looking to achieve and based on what better looks like and based on their challenges, the subconscious doesn't understand, you know, like this conversation, the subconscious understands stories and metaphors. So while people are relaxed based on what they've shared with him, he blends this custom metaphor and story together that helps aim the subconscious mind in the right direction so that it's working as an ally for you instead of against you. And you don't get sucked into the primitive brain, fight or flight or freeze kind of responses. Because the other aspect of liminal coaching is the concept I mentioned earlier, we all have this stress bucket. And stress can accumulate, subconscious stress can accumulate in your stress bucket over the years. And the more full your stress bucket is, even if you've done all of this work and, and worked on your beliefs and cleaned up past traumas and emotions, if you have a really high stress bucket, it only takes a couple drops of things that have happened during the day to have that overflow and everything feel like a big deal. And suddenly you're working from your primitive brain instead of your prefrontal cortex. So part of his work um, with the liminal coaching is draining that stress bucket so you can be a higher performer and you can perform and work from your prefrontal cortex and then aiming the subconscious mind so that it's in alignment with where you want to actually go. And that is incredibly powerful. It's like the unsung hero of our process because it's, it's really invisible and people aren't necessarily aware of it. But suddenly the things that they start describing, like this is what I want to have happen. This is what I want to have happen. He's feeding that back to the subconscious. And then, you know, a few weeks later, like, this happened and then this happened and then this happened. And it's really, it's, it's a beautiful process. He's way smarter than I am. And he, I can't figure out how he got it all to work, but it's, it's absolutely phenomenal. Very cool. And I, I'm, I'm glad you, you touched on that a little bit. Cause it, it's, it's something I've used that tool um, that you shared with us and our, mm -hmm. our customers. Um, and I've actually talked to a few of our, our clients who have started to use that regularly. And oh, it's, cool. it's like, uh, it's, it's pretty trippy. It's like, it, it's, I don't know. It just, I, I, every time I use it and I'm, I'm it, you know, I went back actually. So obviously we had this big event and I, I, um, you know, I used it a few times for certain things that I was trying to, to have happen. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. and I actually went back the other day kind of preparing for this interview and I, I, I read over some of like the little statements that I'd kind of written out, um, that I was, these messages I wrote that I was trying to send to my subconscious and, uh, and it seemed kind of a little, little, you know, a little kooky in the process. Yep. Right. And then yep. there's this little meditation that, that, uh, your partner takes you through and then it gets like kookier, right. Um, mm -hmm. as you kind of go through that and he kind of does hypnotize you. That's interesting. I didn't, I didn't know that was part of his background, but, uh, and then, but I actually now like fully retrospective and looking at what ended up happening for me, it was so, I mean, it was, it was so close to that visualization. I mean, to, to what I had, to what I had mapped out in that. So it was, it was really cool. So I, I know your, your stuff works. Mind fix group works. Um, this has been super fascinating, uh, today, Aaron, and I really appreciate you, um, sharing your story again with us. Do you, do you have a, a couple more minutes for our, our lightning round? Absolutely. 
All right. So here we go. Lightning round questions. Uh, what's the best advice you've ever received? <gasps> oh, my gosh. Um, there are no business problems. There are only people problems in businesses. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? My perseverance, I would say. Like, I, it just, it's not an option for me to, to give up. And I would say that that, uh, even though it's a double-edged sword and it's caused me a lot of pain, if I hadn't had that habit, um, I probably wouldn't be here today. Can you share an internet resource or a tool or app that you use that you think our listeners would find valuable? Yeah, I actually, <laughs> I just used this today. Um, had a session with a client and we recorded our video session and she said, I, can I please have a recording of this? And I needed to send it to her. And the tool that I like to use that is so fast for sending really massive files is, is wetransfer.com, W-E-T-R-A-N-S-F-E-R.com. And you can send up to two gigs for free really quickly without an account. And what book would you recommend and why? <laughs> I <laughs> I'll just be honest the only thing the first thing that popped into my mind and then I kept searching for something else uh I I really like the Harry Potter books and they're very entertaining that's why I'd recommend them <laughs> I don't know you didn't specify a business book right or a personal development book you just said book right I I did say book I did you say said book. book yeah I recommend them I really like them <laughs> That's the honest truth. <laughs> my uh, uh, here, this is uh, some some insider uh, info here. My uh, my wife Emily, she uh, she does our podcast notes, so she she will be listening to this, and that's her her favorite book, some of her favorite books. So yes. she'll she'll be like, uh, she'll she'll enjoy you uh, dropping that. Um, It'll have her stamp of approval. Then <laughs> it will, it will. So she's a big fan. Um, uh, all right. So, can, Aaron, can you tell our audience um, how they can find out more about you? Is there anything that they, that you have that they can check out? Sure, absolutely. So, uh, for people who would be interested in connecting with me, I am very easy to find on both Facebook and LinkedIn. I'm the only Aaron File on both of those platforms. So, pop in my name. Um, I post regularly and I get back to people pretty quickly. So if anybody wants to connect, they could go there. If someone wants to learn more about the actual program and the results that we get for our clients and um, the consistency and all of that, they can go to our company website, which is simply mindfixgroup.com. We also have a totally free one-hour video training that I put together that you can grab on the site as well. You just click the free training button and you are welcome to watch that. And I dive pretty deep into some of the things we talked about today, explain how um, beliefs and thoughts and old programming and dirty mental lenses and things can be impacting your behavior in ways that you may not know about. So that is for anybody who's interested. I, I was going to ask you if that training is still the mental lens training and it sounds it like it is. is. Yep, absolutely. I, I highly recommend uh, that if you if you are uh, interested in some of the things that Aaron talked about today, definitely go check out that training. It's worth it's worth an hour of your time for sure. And we'll we'll link out to that um, as well as all the other resources 
and tools that you referenced in today's show, as well as your website and your social media accounts at yougurus.com forward slash podcast and find this episode in our show notes and there'll be all those links and goodies. And also um, definitely follow Aaron on Facebook. I mean, you mentioned that you post regularly. Um, mm-hmm. I find that your your posts about this process and what you do with your clients is super refreshing and you'll probably learn a lot about this process. If you are interested in what Aaron talked about today, highly recommend um, following you on social media. I think you're doing a great job at telling your business's story on there. Um, if anything, people should just go watch what you're doing on Facebook just to see how to use social media effectively, right? That's, that's, that's a study in and of itself, but there's also lots of great uh, info about this whole topic and conversation that you talked about today. So thanks for that, Aaron. Sure. And thank you for being on our show again. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. That is our program for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Tune in each and every week for more great content coming at you to help you, uh, to empower you to uh, achieve freedom in your business and life. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. Until then. Thanks again for tuning in to the Digital Agency Show. Before we close out, I wanted to check in on your answer to my question from the beginning of the episode. Are you stressed out, cash crunched, fed up with your business? Now, if you feel this way, you might think that you have a lead generation problem. Maybe that it's the area you live in or that this market has gotten too competitive. Maybe you think that your business can't be turned around. And I want you to think again. In my many years of experience, I can tell you now, it's something much deeper that you're likely not even aware of yet. It's like a client who says they need a website, Facebook ads, or a mobile app when they don't even realize it's a deeper challenge that's blocking them from success. Now, if you'd like to find out what your deeper challenge is, then I want to invite you to apply for a strategy call where we're going to dig into those underlying issues in your business and get you moving forward like never before. The aha moments that you're going to have will shift the way you think forever, and you'll finally get the answers as to why your business hasn't taken off. The number one most important decision to rapidly grow your business starts by booking your YouGurus strategy call today. Go to yougurus.com slash apply to start the application process for this free call. Once again, go to yougurus.com slash apply to get started. Thanks again for tuning in. Join us next week for another episode of the Digital Agency Show.